Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Episode 4. This is a place where we put normal, ordinary relationship practices to use in our time with God. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars daily. If not, you've come to a great place to start making an appointment for visiting with Him each day. This is not your normal podcast. I don't talk too terribly much, and there are lots of pauses to give you time to breathe and to listen. If you're new here, go back and listen to the introduction episode. It will help you get the gist of things so there are no surprises. These episodes are around 15 minutes, and the plan is to post them every workday until we at least get to the end of Genesis. If you need more time on any given section, just hit the pause button. Remember, not rushing is what makes this time with Him more beautiful. Okay, let's get started by taking a deep breath, by releasing the stresses of the day, and by being still. There are many things that keep us up at night, and there are more tasks to be done than we can sometimes manage to do in our boundary of time. If you find your thoughts are swirling and you can't seem to get a handle on them, use the next few minutes to speak them out loud or write them all out. Ask God to shift your focus from those things to the things of heaven. We are cruising through the book of Genesis. In the first two chapters, we heard the creation story. We heard about the gifts and the boundaries God placed on Adam and Eve. Yesterday, we read about the fall of mankind, how Adam and Eve violated the boundaries God set before them. And we heard about a just and compassionate God who pursued His people in their sin and made a covering for their shame. Let's listen to the New Living Translation of Genesis chapter 4. I use this translation of the Bible a lot because it's more conversational. So if you're following along in your Bible, the words will more than likely look just a little bit different. Let's get started. Genesis chapter 4. 
Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at your door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, Let's go out into the fields. And while they were there, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterwards, the Lord asked Cain, Where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Erod. Erod became the father of Mehuahel. Mehuahel became the father of Methusiel. Methusiel became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was Adah, and the second was Zillah. Adah gave birth to Yaval, who was the first of those who would raise livestock and live in tents. His brother's name was Javal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to a son named Tevalyakain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tevalyakain had a sister named Nama. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished seventy-seven times. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people began to worship the Lord by name. May God bless the reading and hearing of His Word. I don't know about you, but this passage was a little confusing, and sometimes it's hard to pinpoint exactly what we should focus on. As you listened, did anything come to mind? Focus on what jumped out at you. If nothing came to mind, did anything surprise you or confuse you? Take those questions to the one who knows everything.
Ask Him to provide clarity and trust that He will at the proper time. Sometimes it helps us to remember what God did in this passage. We see Him pursue Cain in the midst of His anger, and we see Him continue to follow Cain even when that anger led Him to sin. We see God invoke consequences for murdering His brother, and we see God protecting Cain's life despite his sin. And finally we see, as the chapter closes, God restoring the son Eve lost with the birth of Seth. God pursued, God followed, God invoked, God protected, and God restored. What characteristics do these actions reveal about who God is? Is there one that sticks out to you, one that you need to take to heart? As you think on God's character, how do you need to respond? Is there sin that needs to be confessed? Do you need Him to adjust a bad attitude towards something or someone? Do you need to believe in a God who restores? Take another minute to adjust your perspective in light of who God is. As usual, take another couple of minutes to ease yourself back into your day. Take a few minutes to reflect on what you learned or pray for someone who needs encouragement. How might you be the one to encourage them today?
I hope you enjoyed this fourth episode of Coffee with Christ. If you love it, pass it along to your friends or leave a comment about the podcast in iTunes or wherever you listen. Let's invite someone to be changed by God's Word because it changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you join me tomorrow for our next episode.